0: Welcome to Blue Notes on Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts, and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture, and economics. I think that uh, simplifying it and making the people understand that digital is not this crazy thing about user interfaces and etc. It's really about the total experience, right? In fact, the front end is literally the tip of the iceberg. It's what you not see that makes it right. really digital. Today. ANZ's Craig Sims chats with Wipro's Dr. Shaji Farooq on technology, change, and the future of digital banking. We hope you enjoy the discussion.
1: Hi, Craig Sims here, talking to Saji from Wipro. We know there's a lot of discussion about technology, how it's both a disruptor and an enabler. How are you guys looking at the technology today? You
0: know, uh, that's a very interesting point, Craig, because uh, I, what that means, uh, loosely translated, is... Uh, Technology can create great opportunities, but it is also an immense threat to everything that we do, right? Um, In most industries um, Kind of uh, reach a steady state what they call a mature life cycle and uh, They would probably stay in that mature state for a long long time and uh, Both companies like Wipro and ANZ actually would fall into that category unfortunately life is never that linear yeah right uh, and technology is doing exactly that for us it's completely changing everything every aspect of a business it's interesting you say about the
1: steady state because as a person who's lived through the banking in the 90s and now mm-hmm. in the 90s you came to work for the cool technology then it flipped the consumer yeah. and i think it's that flipping and we lost sight of the customer that's really forcing the pace and you're at the tipping point where the amount of technology capabilities now, we can really get close to the customer and personalize it, mm-hmm. and I think that's both the exciting and the challenge for us is how do you use it to really bed yourself down to helping customers to get things done?
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, and, and the impact is also immense, right? Because, uh, and there are many things that can be uh, uh, disruptors. You know, regulatory change, for example, is a f- oh. phenomenal disruptor, right? Um, and it can completely change everything you do in your business. Uh, but here is the real disruptor here is that there are new business models right in my world services were delivered in a certain way I mean typically people are familiar with the term waterfall development these are long long uh, you know ended um, you know uh, IT projects that go on that solve a very significant business problem Uh, uh, they obviously try to solve everything yeah which means you spend a immense amount of time understanding what your businesses require and then you start this humongous project that usually lasts years and uh, sometimes when you're fortunate you actually deliver all the value yeah. uh, but quite often uh, somewhere along the line you miss out on things because many times business users give you uh, to be very fair will give you all the requirements they think are important and they expect that you would know what is and fill the gaps. And we are not always very good at filling the gaps. No, with well the pace of change
1: and value, right? So there's speed and value for customers and they demand it today and we demand oh. it to be honest. And you know, we're, we're grappling with that now and moving to what we would call new ways of working yeah. where you're very clear on what you want yeah um, but you let the teams of business and technology and other people come together yeah and in bite-sized chunks yeah. give you the answer we call that new ways of working yeah. and we're starting to unleash that and we're seeing massive um, positive energy come out of it and the benefits for that is you're very clear on each squad talking about what's the mission for the customer yeah and if you're doing something for the customer that's on strategy then you get going right? yeah and yeah. you expand it you test you learn as you say, Waterfall was good in its day, mm-hmm. it's still good for some things, yeah. but actually breaking things to bite-sized chunks yeah. because customers demand, you know, if there's a good new thing, like for example, you want to be raising the bar, not hitting your head against the bar. So if it, like an Uber comes along and creates a new capability mm-hmm. and you expect, therefore, I don't have to get the credit card out because I can book the things, pay for it, rate the driver, well they expect us to be able to do that as fast. Yeah and waterfall doesn't necessarily allow you to get there, but new ways of working with small multi-disciplinary teams actually allow you to get there fast, right? Because when I start thinking about that, I think about what we're trying to do is simplify the bank, so we're better for the customer and faster, uh, and what we're really trying to do is remove what I call bad complexity, right? So there's this balance between bad complexity and good complexity, and you want the Goldilocks, not too much and not too little, right? We've got to take the bad stuff off, which stops getting in the road of doing that, and we put the good stuff in. And so we're finding actually, if you grab multidisciplinary teams, make, give them the clarity and the mission, they help you get there a lot faster and you probably find the same, right? And the technology today allows you to do that, whereas potentially it wasn't there even five years ago.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, great point, right? I mean, you uh, spend a lot of time looking at customer operations, right? And uh, very interesting examples in very different walks of life. It doesn't always have to be banking. And I, I actually find it very interesting not to think of banking uh, when I'm thinking of how to solve a problem in banking, right? Uh, Because uh, sometimes uh, we kind of put the blinders on when we just limit ourselves to an industry. And I think it's useful to get out of it, right? So I always take the example of uh, uh, things like, uh, let's say FedEx, right? We all remember when we used to fill that slip of of the address and it, I'm sure, went to some customer operations center where uh, some poor person had to understand our horrible handwriting and uh, and transcribe that into a system yep, yep. but you know one way of uh, solving that problem would be hey let's get some smarter people right let's teach them how to do uh, read handwriting better and let's teach them how to put these enter these things into the system faster I like to refer to that as incremental thinking yeah right transformational thinking is exactly the opposite you dist- you don't even think of what you're doing today right you have to ask Why should I do it that way? Do I need even a human being, right? And the beauty of it is, today it's actually all self-service. Guess what? It's a customer entering the information for you. And they're happier normally. And they're happier, exactly. They feel they're in control and they are in control. Um, You know, I was uh, out of the country and uh, I saw a fraudulent, I saw a transaction I didn't recognize. It it was a message that popped up on my phone because I have the app of my bank on my phone. And I know you guys do similar things and uh, and I looked at it and I said uh, what time is it okay my wife is still awake let me check with her if she did something right uh, called her and she said no absolutely I did not and the beauty is I could just get on the phone and flag it as a fraudulent transaction yeah, yeah. and guess what it instantaneously locked my credit card now that didn't make me very happy because I was in a foreign yeah, yeah, and yeah. Needed a, I needed a card. There, credit card but the beauty is they let me lock it and they let me unlock it to, exec- to execute a transaction and I lock it back again. Now this is phenomenal. Well right?
1: we, we would say picking that idea, we've done sort of the Apple Pay and therefore put the credit card mm-hmm. on the phone. It's a lot easier for us to use that technology to replace your card. Yeah. You know, in the old days you'd have to phone us, we'd post it and everything yeah. else. You made an interesting point though in terms of looking outside the industry because you're right what we've got to challenge ourselves is customers have got jobs to be done, aspirations to achieve. So that's almost the art of what is required. You've got to look outside to the art of the possible and force those two intersections. And, you know, whether we like it or not, it's not always in our industry that banks have got the answer. So you want to look outside and we look at, you know, sometimes people like Zappos who's now owned by by Amazon for really different ways to service the customers and, and bring those in. The art form though is, Taking the insights from those industries and applying it to your company and your strategy things like again we're doing new ways of working where we've looked at Spotify Zappos ING about the agile way of working now what we're taking is the principles and the insights from there but applying it to our strategy and our company that's the when you have that intersection of what's required and the art of the possible from outside, you get that spark of creativity. Exactly. And we're finding actually what that is much more energising and rewarding for a work, workplace and it attracts a lot lot better calibre of people. And today we need more of those in our tent than in somebody else's. It goes back to sort of what I said earlier in terms of in the 90s, the cool technology was in the bank. Mm-hmm. right? You came here to get it, it's swapped yeah. and it's not necessary in the banks now, it's necessary outside. And that's why yeah. you've got to look at what's possible from there and how do you bring that back in? Yeah. And you must be grappling with some yeah. of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, it, it, I kind of—it almost, uh, you know, it's—it's it's actually completely flipping the way you think. Actually, right? Our uh, traditional approach would be: uh, you go do. Let's say I want to buy a car. Uh, car buying is a great example, right? It's a very uh, Difficult and challenging process for a consumer in general because you're dealing with multiple parties right you're dealing with a car dealership you're dealing with research sites that tell you about a car Uh, and then you want to make a choice but the inventory is not available to satisfy what you want. It's a very complex process and then when you think you're all done you suddenly realize depending on which part of your life cycle you're in that I may need a loan right and if I look at it from a consumer's perspective if I look at that customer journey everybody talks about a customer journey the bank does not have to be a bank the bank could be embedded in the process so as you go through the whole thing like you know think about it this way right and this is probably how our kids are going to do it by the way (laughs) Um, virtual reality right you put on your goggles you walk into this virtual showroom you look at cars you browse browse them you, you choose, you customize your car. Yep. Uh, you change the color, you change some features. You, you actually get into the car virtually and kind of experience what it is like. And when you've got it all done, you say, I think this is what I like. Then up pops the whole thing which says, okay, here's how this is gonna get priced. And by the way, uh, your bank is right here. Yep. Yep. So you literally seamlessly go into the bank, right? And guess what, that's a completely, you've gone from a showroom to a bank now. Well then you're, you're actually
1: staying relevant for the customer and I think the point you're making there is everything starts and finishes with a customer, right? Mm. So I as a customer have got a job to get done. I mean, yeah. It might be a car, but actually what it is, is I'd like to get the family moved around and yeah. safety and things like that. Yeah. The more we can understand that, then we can marry up our services to yeah. help them. You know, and we're trying to help the communities that we live in thrive, right? Think about then transferring that to the customer. I want to get around. Yeah. Banks can access funding, they can also marry that up in terms of the data and the information to actually we can marry you up with people who we already bank, who are providers of vehicles and everything else. You take the away from the commodity of a loan to actually I'm trying to help you then achieve your aspiration or your job and we go up the value chain, right? We go right up and and to your earlier other point you, you made a very strong point about you've got to think radically. Yeah. Like this is not about incremental. Yes. And if we, as a, say in the bank, for us and no doubt in your own industry, if you don't throw the challenge way out there, yeah. then the, ra- the reality is within a few years time, you'll be less relevant for the customers yeah. and you'll be fighting for survival. So, yeah. you know, really, if you think about disruption and everything else, you've got to know your core and then throw yourself out there. The technology capabilities, the data capabilities, for us it'd be data, it'd be payment, it'd be understanding risk marrying that with a customer service paradigm, you can create a pretty powerful proposition. And and that's sort of what's behind us building a simpler, better bank yeah. that's connected to the customers.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what, I think uh, part of the challenge is uh, uh, all of us are technologists at some level, but unfortunately uh, that also boxes our thinking into very narrow, narrow compart, uh, compartments, right? So if I take a look at data, because you mentioned data, very interesting, right? Um, and also the whole concept of digital they are very int- intricately limited in fact I look at data as the lifeblood yep. uh, that makes digital happen right uh, and we, we can talk of each of those components in fact there are a lot of analogies uh, and and analogy is a great way to understand how things are because when I sit with a whole bunch of people in my organization and I ask them the question what is digital yep. I get hundred answers I can tell you only about a couple of them are actually even close, close to what digital is. And I think I think that uh, simplifying it and making people understand that digital is not this crazy thing about user interfaces and etc. It's really about the total experience, yep. right? In fact, the front end is literally the tip of the iceberg. It's what you not see that makes it yeah. really digital. Yeah, picking right? that theme up, I'd say
1: that um, what we talk about is never about the technology. Mm-hmm. It's what are you doing with the technology to help your customers and you, the customers you're choosing to win in, right? So back yeah. to your service example. We've chosen to focus on homeowners, small business owners yeah. in Australia and New Zealand. And you'll notice in the language, we don't talk about home lending and small business lending, yeah. we talk about homeowners. And we want to care about what they care about yeah. so that we can then marry up services that, that do that. And if you think about that, you get much broader than just the commodity of a loan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then that creates longevity and new revenue streams and yeah. things. It also brings in probably another element how do you partner yeah right so I don't know how you look at partnerships because what I think about this is the reality is in this pace of high rapid change disruption you can't do it on your own you've got to co-create you've got to partner and if you look back at the likes of Apple and Google and others even those high-growth companies don't do it on their own yeah they sort of acquire talent they either buy somebody, they partner with somebody, yeah. the value chain is done holistically. For us, we, we view it exactly the same, right? We've got to co-create and partner with others. If we think we're going to yeah. do it on our own, then you've got there. Yeah. I think back to your point about digital though, it's not the technology, it's what you use the capabilities with for your yeah. customers yeah. and you've got to start and finish with your customer.
0: Yeah, and no, I mean spot on. For example, I mean if I take an iPhone or a, any phone for that example, smartphone, smart device, uh, the guts of it is. A bunch of chips, yeah. a bunch of processors, you know, a bunch of screens. Uh, by the way, the biggest money isn't being made by the people who make those screens nope. or the chips. It's being made by the people who put them all together into a meaningful value proposition. In this case, it's Apple or it's a Samsung or what have you. Uh, so much like that. Yeah. Exactly. What you just said is exactly that. Yeah. All those components are available. Well, I don't need to own the factory that builds the components. Yeah. I can use what's available. I can buy. I can borrow. I can partner. And I, yet, I can create a value proposition that is unique and is the IP that I would like to own, right? Yeah. Or you know, as a I bank think, would like to own,
1: and, I, and as you pick that up, then mm-hmm. you, then you've got a then just keep adapting and pushing yourself f- further and further. So if you want to build the fort and hang on forever, those mm. days are gone, right? Yeah. So even think about like Apple and, and the way I sort of think about this, Apple created the great service components, as you yeah. said, right? And they created the iTunes and everything mm-hmm. else. Within a short space of time, they were outmaneuvered by Spotify and they've had to respond. Yeah. We're exactly the same, right? You've got to create, find your space, Yeah. Do that, like we've just done, for example, in Australia, the Apple Pay and the the electronic payments on your phone. We a first to that sort of area. We can't rest on that. We've got to then find the next one and the next one and the next yeah. one because you can't just build the fort and defend in this high pace and disruption. You don't, know? and and with that, you don't know the answers. So yeah. the other thing we're finding is you have to be curious and you've got to have this ability to test, yeah. learn. If yeah. it works, accelerate it. Yeah. If it doesn't work, what do you learn from that? Yeah. Don't. See it as a failure. See it as how you actually go faster to do yeah. something else. And, yeah. and we're doing that right across yeah. the company from Shane Elliott, our CEO, down yeah. in terms of actually being bold enough to test some big, yeah. pretty big things and brave enough it doesn't yeah. work. We talk about it and we move yeah. on. Yeah. So partnerships, test and learn curiosity, got to be in the DNA today, which yeah. wasn't necessarily always there yeah. uh, when I go back through my career.
0: You know, the, the one thing, uh, uh, Craig, I think it's uh, worth mentioning and I think this is uh, some of the biggest learnings that we have had uh, across, the, across the entire financial services industry is that uh, the confusion that uh, exists around what data means. Yeah. Uh, I have heard clients tell me that they have tons of valuable data. And uh, that's kind of a, the first thing is that the first time that the red flag goes up, right? To, because to me, data is a, today, particularly big data, which is tons of large amounts of data, is actually a perishable item, yeah. okay? It has value, it's kind of like how much value does the news from 10 days ago have today, right? There is data that is more, has permanence. Uh, this is transaction data yeah. that your customers do. We get that, that's something that we've always lived with. But now you all of a sudden are inundated with all of this information. Now combine that with how we dealt with data before, right? Our view was very linear. We said, let's hypothesize about cause and effect. We say, if we do this, uh, we can achieve this result. Right. Well the reality is uh, we do uh, do those correlations. Typically we have a correlation about 60 to 70 percent which basically in statistical terms means about 30 to 40 percent of the variability remains <laughs> unexplained which means you're bucketing a whole bunch of people into a segment or a group or a cluster who maybe or don't all belong there right but that's how we simplified things. Yep. Yep. Today you don't need to do that and secondly if you missed out an important variable, your conclusions could be entirely wrong. And you never really discover it till later on when you have a campaign on, and then three months later you're saying, but this isn't having the effect I asked, it, I yep. was hoping for. So I think the beauty today is with the combination of the various technologies and the availability proliferation of data, if you know how to harness it, you could literally achieve that Nirvana state of a segment of one. Yep. Right, it's not a segment of many. It's a segment of one. And the question is not about do I know the cause and effect? Do I know, for example, what should be the next best action? What should I do differently? Right? right? Um, understanding the context. You know, there is a word. I mean, the beauty about it is there are tools like artificial intelligence and cognitive technologies, etc. The beauty about is they they can take the context and understand a customer in their context. Yeah. And I think that can lead to insights that are far bigger than what we do today. Yeah, well your
1: point there, big data, at the end of the day, big data comes down to sample of one. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for me and how do I get things done? And I think the other point, uh, just sort of wrapping up, would be, what we talk about then is, how do you partner with other firms and industries who can help you to use that data within your legacy world for the customer's benefit, right? Mm -hmm. To me, that's the benefit and that's the discussion we're having because increasingly in banking, the data is the customer's data. How do we use it to help them out? You partner with others, apply it to your world and you get some pretty good outcomes. And I I imagine at your board level, that's the discussion you're having is how do you partner to bring value to that data?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, if I look at uh, the challenge really is it really comes down to and what I'm seeing is how do you transform the thinking in the organization you know the science and technology will happen I think then they'll evolve and they evolve at a rapid pace but how do you get your organization into believing that things need to be done differently and like you said look outside the industry look at other examples a change the way of thinking uh, you know focus on the customer and say put yourself in their shoes and say is this the way I want to be dealt with, right? And I think then good things start happening all of, all of a sudden. I think an organization then starts looking at the whole concept of customer centricity becomes core. Yeah. And I think that is the big opportunity, the, the big opportunity that exists for banks such as ANZ. Right? Well, if you lose the side
1: of the customer, then you you lose your purpose, right? Yeah. So again, we talk about helping communities and individuals thrive and, the, and customers at the heart of that. Um, to your point about change, the, the, the thing there is, the confidence and the tone from the top creates mm. a lot, but you know the top on its own can't do this. Yeah. You've got to you've got to bring yeah. the workforce with you, and so that's why it's a joint effort. And, and look, we're doing a lot of that, no doubt. You're doing a lot of that, and yeah. we're seeing a lot of that, right? The, the real benefit, I think, to the whole whole point there is if you don't if you start and finish with the customer, helping them get their work or their aspiration done, yeah. Then there's a lot you can do to help yeah. them make that a real, and that's got long long revenue plays for all of us.
0: And it's interesting, by the way, uh, digital actually surrounds us, pervades our entire life. We just don't realize it. Uh, I like to think of it as the electrical analog, mm-hmm. right? Um, data is like the current, yep. right? Uh, cloud is like the wiring, everything yeah, that yeah. allows you to kind of tap into it. Um, your mobile device or your internet uh, in a browser uh, can receive signals and can send signals. Um, it's all about responding to the signals. Yep. So it is uh, stimuli and response. So, if you really simplify it, it's about can you reduce the latency, can you react fast. Uh, so, all these technologies are available, um, but thats they don't make digital, they are the components of digital. It's just that how you tap into that with respect to your processes, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, and you're coming
1: back to your earlier point in terms of 100 answers for digital. Um, digital is how you use the technology capabilities blended with your human
0: yes. power.
1: Yeah. You know, we would sort of talk about creating the six million dollar person. So for those mm-hmm. who've been around a long time, yeah. you know, the smarts of technology combined with a human, you mm. get a very powerful combination. The way we think about it, yeah. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. If we can empower, we can combine the power of really smart technology capabilities yeah. with our workforce to help bring smarter solutions for customers. We're in a good space, uh, and that's. Uh, that's what our whole focus is. And to me, that's what digital is all about. Yeah. Again, it comes back to it's not about technology. It's how you use it to help your workforce yeah. and your customers get things yeah. done. Yeah, You're so spot, spot on. <laughs> all, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right.
0: Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod. Blue Notes is a publication of ANZ Banking Group.